Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82designs, 482designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82designs, at F-O-U-R, 82designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. And we're off. <laughs> Working Fans Comedy Cast. AJ was just telling me about his stitches. Which is ironic, because we're going to talk about one of AJ's favorite subjects, prop comedy. I believe AJ was just telling me off air about how he considers it one of the more respected forms of stand-up comedy, one of the more intelligent forms of stand-up comedy, and how he's a big fan of prop comedy. And he listed names like Carrot Top and Jeff Dunham as some of his influences in comedy and how they uh, 
help get them started. Go ahead, AJ. Yeah, that would be the opposite of what I was telling you. I actually am um, not a fan of prop comedy. I think that prop comedy is a shortcut in using things to kind of cheat a little bit. I'm not a fan of prop comedy. I don't find it funny. People have a right to do what they want to do, and some people absolutely find it hilarious. But for me, it does absolutely nothing. I think prop comedy is a joke in itself. So you're not a fan of Gallagher? Not at all. I never found Gallagher funny. Never thought it was funny to squash a watermelon. All right. Jeff Gallagher... Carrot Top or Jeff Dunham, who do you rank one to three as your, as we'll say, your favorites, even though <laughs> you don't like any of them? I, I think out of the group, I would go with Carrot Top just because he looks like the kid from Mask. Okay. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> you want that? Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Mask. I uh, have. I have. Yeah. 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 He, didn't, he looked like the kid from Mask more as he got more jacked. I would say, too. His face. Yeah, I think he, he, he looks terrifying now. He looks yeah. like a jacked-up lion. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, now that being said, okay, so, you know, prop humor is something on discussion. Not a big fan of. But what about, I believe you were telling me, though, you do like the toilet humor, right? You're big into fart jokes and stuff like that? No, that's basically reaching to the lowest common denominator. Okay. Those jokes are basically for people that aren't smart enough to understand sarcasm. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, I got this all wrong. So, this is not the stuff you're a fan of. Now, while we're at it here, you're here. You got your stitches in your thumb here. How did that happen? From the top of a can, I was putting, I was throwing away a milk carton, and some moron had left the uh, top of an espresso can at the um, top of the garbage, and it sliced deep into my thumb. Ooh. Nice. You did that last night? Yeah. I did that at like. 12.30 yesterday um, during the afternoon, and then I worked my shift and then went and got stitched in my thumb. My man, my man. That's so at about 9 o'clock, so at about 9 o'clock last night, I was at the emergency room to get stitches in. As a dedicated employer right there, not the most dedicated, you did tell me a story over the weekend that I don't know if you can share, but... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a dedicated employee. We'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> Maybe on a Patreon. <laughs> Now, man, I mean, you really just kind of shot prop comedy down. Well, what's your thought on prop comedy? Is it your thing? Do it's you not enjoy my thing it? either. That's the problem. We're not gonna... <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it either. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I was sitting, I was sitting here, I was sitting here. Going, Wait a minute, he's completely healing me on prop comedy. I'm pretty sure he doesn't like prop comedy. Not really. It's not my thing. I don't know. I don't have like a real. Anyway, don't get me wrong. There are funny, some funny. there there are some people who I've seen through the years that did a decent job. You would have guys like Jonathan Winters who everything was improv. Like people would just throw props at him, and he would improv with the prop into a whole like five minute joke section just based on that prop, and that's great. Yeah. We got to remember most prop comics are going out there with the props they already know they have. Like Carrot Top acts like he's surprised at what he's pulling out of his chest, like he didn't pack the chest. He's like oh. <laughs> How did this dog in there? I, I, I don't know, Carrot Top. Why'd you put that in there? So believability. That's the problem with, uh, with Carrot Top. Exactly. That's, uh, but when you have people from an audience basically throwing things at you and you do a few minutes of improv on it, that, to, to me, that's a little more of a skill set. Hmm. So, no, I, I'm starting to think that Carrot Top was your least favorite, actually. <laughs> he might be. No, Jeff Dunham would be my least favorite. Oh yeah, right. interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I can't, st I can't stand ventriloquists. Oh okay. okay, I'm trying to think of the jokes in between. Like, who would be the better, like, have the better set if you took the props out of it? 
I'm not sure. Does Jeff Dunham have a set in between? Does he tell jokes in between? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure he does some stuff. I, I thought he only did jokes with the actual dummies. I mean, no, he has some stuff he did before, like before he brings them off stage. You know, he gets a little introductions to him and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe we're not giving Jeff Dunham his fair due here. Maybe we'll have to. No, I think we're giving him plenty. We'll have to check this out. <laughs> for, for, first of all, what happened in your childhood that you spend your life with your hand up, uh, up a doll's ass to tell jokes? Yeah, gotta make a living. Now, that being said, so did you ever go to any prop comedy shows? Ever? Yeah, I've seen a few of them. I mean, not anybody big, mm-hmm. but I've been on shows with prop comedians. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, some people like to use props, and they're different props, by the way. Yeah. It might be not be someone's focus, but like Dean Martin's prop was his freaking um, whiskey glass. Mm. He would he would play he would play the drunk guy and that was his prop. Different people use different props. A lot of people use the microphone. Some people like to walk around holding the microphone and they're using that as prop the whole time. That they're there's different props. To me, it's not that you're using a prop. It's when you overuse props that's the problem. When you're relying on the prop because at that point you're not wor- working on your own material so much as you are using a crutch. Hmm. But that, like like, like yeah. I said, that's just my opinion. People, obviously, these guys are making money. People are booking them. Other people are laughing their ass off. I mean, there's literally probably a million people out there that love Jeff Dunham, even though I'm not a big fan. Yeah, he's definitely got his fans. Now, what do you consider, like, the hypnotist comics there, the people who use hypnosis in comics, that show? I am a firm believer that if you go see a hypnotist, that my guess would be there's some plants in the audience. Okay. Now, I can't say for sure, because I've never done hypnotism comedy. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, I've been part of it, but I I don't necessarily buy into the whole thing. Gotcha. Interesting. What, what's <laughs> your thought on hypnotism comic? I'm thinking about a time me and you might have went on there. Maybe maybe somebody was... No, no, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and, and I know how legitimate that was, so I can... <laughs> I was questioning that night. <laughs> Your wife at the time. Why not? She was buying into it. I remember thinking, like, I don't buy into this. Like, there was some different yeah. reactions there. But all right, so I found out of some of the secrets of that show. But anyway, <laughs> but, but but that but that's my point behind it is that it's not everybody has different things they find funny, and everybody has a right to find different things funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's like I I don't my magic comedians now that's the ultimate prop humor, but for some reason that entertains the shit out of me. The fact that somebody can combine magic with humor. Interesting. Isn't there the amazing Jonathan, that guy? Did he die? I don't know if he died. but <laughs> I, I know he had really bad cancer. I don't know if he's still alive. I'm going to look that up right now. Did you like him? That's what I was going to ask. I wasn't sure if he was your guy. He was different because he was more adult. I did like him. I thought he was funny. Still alive, by the way. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Still going. Yeah, but, but he wasn't my favorite of them. <clears throat> to me... I, I've always liked magicians, so uh, I like you the better level of magic you can do. Mm. Although I don't find Penn and Teller funny at all. Interesting. <laughs> I got a friend who has a shirt that says science. It's like magic, but real. I thought you'd like that. Nice. I thought you'd appreciate I, that. I, I want to get the opposite shirt. Magic, it's like science, but real. <laughs> you'd say that. <laughs> You're not a big fan of science either? <laughs> Let's talk about science. I don't know. People... <laughs> I, I find that when it comes to science, that people find what they want to find. Mm. 
Interesting. Uh, I think that people can, it's no different than, say, politics, where people look at things a certain way in a theory, and they're able to look at it one way and find something, and then you'll get somebody who looks at it a completely different way, even though it's the same fucking thing, and they see completely different things. We'll call this episode, AJ's Thoughts on Prop Comedy and the World. <laughs> we can do that if you want, but... <laughs> I'm not going to um, go too far down the rabbit hole with you. <laughs> You're on this, this might be this might this might be our final episode if we do that. <laughs> yeah, his opinions don't always line up with a lot of people's. So that being said, I guess if you had, like you said before, so there, you can use different things as props. You can use just a microphone or a whiskey glass. You were saying now, yeah. Some people will some people will use audience. Quite frankly, what I do is a little bit of pop, prop comedy, I guess, because I'm going up there with about five minutes of material, and everything else is me talking to the crowd. So I'm using the crowd like a prop. What do you when feel I do about, that crowd work? That's a prop to a point. What do you feel about movies like The Naked Gun and stuff like that, like Leslie Nielsen Airplane? So, so here's a fun. Here's the funny thing about movies like that. Some of them, I think, are absolutely well done and hilarious. And then some of them are just so freaking horrible. It's just, I, it's just pathetic. Like, I liked Airplane. I think yeah. Airplane's were very well done. The first Naked Gun was very well done. Mm-hmm. Once you start go recycling and regurgitating this stuff, it becomes a little stupid. I guess you could throw movies like White Chicks and stuff like that in there. I don't really find that funny. I didn't find uh, what was the house funny funny or yeah. So that's I, uh, I don't really, I don't really find it, I don't find anything Melissa McCarthy's ever done funny. So I was gonna say there's a physical it's like a physical humor type thing there. which is weird because I do enjoy physical humor because I like Don Ritter. Yeah, I know. Um, I like Jerry weird. Lewis. Yeah, I, I I appreciate physical humor, but it has to make sense in the storyline. When John Ritter took a fall, it was be- it made sense in the storyline. When you're just falling downstairs or getting run over by an airplane out of nowhere for no freaking point whatsoever. Planes, trains, and automobile, very well done. Yeah. Because a lot of physical humor was done during the course of the movie and made, made sense. I hated Pee Wee Herman. I couldn't stand Pee Wee Herman as a child. Other kids would absolutely love Pee Wee Herman. I thought it was the stupidest crap I've ever seen. Did you like the voice? <laughs> I hated the voice. <laughs> the voice made me want to strangle someone. Oh, man. Were you like me? I remember when I was a kid, I saw the trailer for Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and there's that scene where it's like, I got my hand between two pillows, and they're like, that's not pillows. And for some reason, I'm like, this is going to be stupid. Until years later, when I finally saw the movie, and I'm like, oh, this is fucking good. <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, it actually made more sense when you actually watched the movie in context. Right. But that's one of those things that we talked about. The act itself, out of context, not funny. Mm-hmm. Which is why you need it to make sense in context. A lot of Steve Martin's movies are like that. If you pull things out of context, not necessarily funny. Right. But when you watch him do like the jerk and stuff like that, and you watch it in context, because <laughs> it goes with the story, it's much funnier. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought that was a great movie. I never saw The Jerk, although I've seen parts of it. It looks hilarious. That's the one where he's yeah, right back. Yeah, The Jerk family. is a classic film that people should check out. What did you think about, like, Uncle Buck and stuff like that? Uncle Buck was fine. Nowhere near as good as... I know people love it, but nowhere near as good as Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. yeah I thought it was did, solid, did, did, but... Another one that was extremely popular when we were kids, especially with kids, Home Alone. 
Yeah, it was like that was fine. But you know, I don't, I didn't, I didn't love one of those movies. Like they're okay. Like people love them. Yeah, people. But there are people out there that absolutely love those and think they're the funniest thing in the world. And it is filled with physical comedy. John Candy. It, yeah, that was a great. Getting back to him, this was like he was a great. Uh, I loved his physical comedy in all his movies. I thought he did a really good job for the most part. He was very good, especially for his size. Yeah. There's not Farley. There's another guy I really like too. Maybe there's something about the big guys that do that well. I guess. See, Chris Farley, I loved at first, but then he just kept doing the same thing over and over again. You mean you didn't like Beverly Hills Ninja? <laughs> I, I didn't like Beverly Hills Ninja, but he was great in Tommy Boy. But then every movie basically became Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, Tommy Boy, Black Sheep. <laughs> we even brought David yeah, Spade back. That's what, that's what I'm saying. They all eventually became the same movie. Candy had a movie with Akra, too, The Great Outdoors. That was another one that was pretty good. Oh, very good movie. Yeah. How about another good one? People absolutely love Bill Murray. Bill Murray's fantastic. What um, is it more of a... He's not some, as a physical comedian, though, is he? I'm trying to think back. He had that well, good sarcasm. I wasn't going to say he's physical, except for he did do some physical comedy. Mm. He, he, he he did some in Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. some bumps. Yeah. I'm trying to think of Caddyshack. Obviously, people love Caddyshack, where they obviously had a prop as he was chasing a freaking gopher all over the place. But, uh, you know, some of these movies that people absolutely love are not on the top of my list of funny movies. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We did this already, absolutely, like, have had our favorite comedy movies before, I'm sure. If I have to choose between, like, Caddyshack and Blazing Saddles, I'm taking Blazing Saddles. Yeah, no, no argument there. Cleavon Little, I'm not sure... What he went on to do afterwards, but I thought he was just fantastic. Oh, uh, he went on to do a lot of nothing. He was fantastic in that, though. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> he was so great in that. <laughs> you know? And nobody else could pull what Mel Brooks pulled out of him. I guess not. I guess not. I thought it was fantastic. Maybe he doesn't like the political game. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Who's to say? Now, me and Joe talked about this last week. This is kind of random, but did you see the new Ghostbusters trailer? Uh, there's new Ghostbusters? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll send you a link to that. It's actually pretty good. Are, are they doing it with a bunch of unfunny women women again? No, 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 no. This is different. Because that, that was amazing. <laughs> Sound like you're a big fan. <laughs> yeah, not not enough people do movies with a bunch of unfunny women. What's her name? McCarthy in that, too? Yeah, I can't stand her. There's, there's so. only two women who I really can't stand. One is Melissa McCarthy. Mm. And one is that lady who doesn't write anything for herself. Her sister writes everything. What's her name? The blonde chick. I know she dated Dolph Ziggler for a little bit. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Amy something, right? Is it Amy, Amy or... Schumer? Schumer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't find her funny at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's had some alright stuff here and there. You, you, oh, uh, you, you big fan? I don't say a big fan. I saw some stuff I liked her in the beginning, but then I saw some other stuff where. That wasn't as humorous the next time I saw her. Well, so. she started doing the Chris Farley thing where she started just making the same film over and over again. I'm trying to remember. I don't want to bear her because I don't know. I have to go back and watch it. But, you know, you know me. I want to... <laughs> well, you're, also, you're also I'll much more facts. politically correct. I'll let the facts get away of a good story. I will, <laughs> I will yeah. keep it straight. <laughs> but you're also a lot more politically correct than I am. Well, I don't remember. I really don't. I remember, like, I remember liking some of her early stuff, and I saw some other stuff, and I was like, not yeah. Na- name one. Name one movie you saw with her that you liked. Oh, I was just thinking about her stand-up. Oh, movie. Hmm. No, I don't know. Was there was one movie where there was like a dating movie, right? Which was hooking up with a bunch of people, and what's his name was in there? Bill Hader, I think his name is. Not Napoleon. Dynamo. Yeah, yeah, but very funny. Was that the who was that guy there? I'll look that up. I think right if now. I was him, I would have when I was in high school. I'd have been like, "Hey, want want some haterade?" 
Oh, God. I'm so glad that we can have this episode so people can hear that. Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah it's Bill yeah, Hader. Some, yeah. I know it was Bill Hader. I already agreed with you. Ah, well, that wasn't enough for me. <laughs> you would just agree with me anyway. <laughs> That's happened before. <laughs> yeah, if there's anything we've learned in our almost 25 years of friendship is, or 27 years of friendship, I, I'm always willing to just agree with you. You really are sometimes. <laughs> Not a lot, but sometimes you will. I got to be careful. <laughs> I know, I know you are you are not a lot of you are not afraid to let an untruth possibly pass through this podcast and let it go out into the world. Whereas I'm like, wait a minute, I gotta know. That's because Dave only brings the hard news. The hard news, baby. That's what it's about. Hey, all right. So I guess we talked a little bit about everything here. A little physical. Comment. Hey, did Joe end up sending us a topic? Did we want to talk about uh, five nah. one? No, we don't have anything. I've been I've been working this motherfucker trying to get twenty minutes out of you. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think it's going well. I, I got something. Just... I I got something for you. All right. How, how how do you think the comedic movies are doing now that they're less seen in theaters and more straight to home? Well, that's interesting because I don't really think about a lot of. There's no comedy movies that come out recently that I can really think of. They're like, oh, I got to see that. Uh, uh, well, that was kind of my point behind it. Is it seems yeah. like it's all action movies that are probably, or horror movies that yeah. seem to be coming out because of the going straight to HBO Max or going straight to Apple or Disney. And it seems like you're getting a lot more horror and action films than comedy films. Uh, do, do you think that the comedy films just don't translate as much to home? Do you yeah. think people need to be? You think people like being in a group and being able to laugh together? Well, I mean, we're also in a different time now too. I mean, I don't know. How big theaters are doing right now in terms of business? I know there was one movie that came out recently. Theaters aren't even open yet. Yeah, I know. Down by me, I think one of the four theaters are open. Yeah, and I think like the movie that came out with uh, Black Widow came out a little while back. Did really good the first week, awesome numbers, and then the second week, you know, stopped. But that movie's on Disney Plus too, if you want to watch it at home. So that's kind of you know that's kind you kind now, of is that affecting that's kind of affecting the box office? I would imagine. I mean, if you or, just, or are they or are they counting the box office with uh, at home buys? I'm sure. I mean, because now you, if you watch it on Disney Plus, like you had to pay thirty bucks. It was like a premium thing they added to it, so you are paying more to watch it at home, essentially. But if you're a guy or a girl who maybe doesn't want to go out right now, or maybe you just like the convenience of your own home, fuck, it's only thirty bucks. You know, I mean, that's not that. I ridiculous. watched I watched the worst movie I've ever seen, um, Suicide Squad two on the. That wasn't bad. Fuck you. Yeah, that was alright. I talked to another person. They liked it too. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm humor. telling you, it's the worst. You're right. It's not the worst movie. I did, my wife did make me watch um, House Bunny, so it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Funny. But it's in the top ten. Uh, how John Cena? How John Cena has an acting career out of wrestling? I don't know. That was the number one movie this past week too. I'm sure it was. Any yeah. first of all, anything that in that genre that comes out, all these fucking nerdy little bitches just go and see. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't lump that movie in with some of the Marvel films, which are really well done. Yeah, Half these weirdos dress up as Harley Quinn and dress up as other members, like they're cast members or something. Oh, wait a minute now. We also do a pro wrestling show, and you know, there's a lot of cosplay in pro wrestling now, and I know you're a big fan of that. Oh, yeah. You, you look real cool when you walk around with your fucking big belt. Like, all of a sudden, it's going to be like, hey, somebody, look, there's a champ. Or that moron I saw walking around at NEW this week taking photos as almost Orange Cassidy. Yeah, all, all that told me is that you're a little fucking... That doesn't. That's fucking broke and needs money. 
<laughs> I don't know if anybody hit him up for pictures. All right, guys. I think me and AJ have rambled enough for an episode. We appreciate your time. This is the Working Fans Comedy Cast. We're out. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 